The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. So... Edmonton election 2017. Will bike lanes influence your vote for city council? Curious to know, Global Edmonton asked viewers, what were the the, the top issues for you in this election? And bike lanes came in at number one. Uh, the, the most referenced issue, LRT, was the second most mentioned, but it was a distant second with about half as many people identifying public transit as a concern. And then the number three issues was taxes. Taxes, Only okay. uh, mentioned by 11% of the people. It's interesting, as we're talking to uh, Fletcher, that the ability for the uh, city to manage major projects didn't hit the top three, uh, especially given the long delay in getting that darn bridge open. But is that a city council issue? That's the people that they've put in place running those projects. Well, the city manages major projects. I mean, ultimately, they're responsible for putting the right people in place to get the job done on time mm-hmm. and holding those people who don't get the job on time accountable for that. It, it is, it's we interesting. We saw a few people lose their jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But this bike lane thing, I'm starting to see, I mean, obviously, it's an issue that I love talking about because... I'm not an I'm not an advocate for bike lanes, and especially not the way that they had been done. I I am supportive of the way they've done them downtown. But our listeners have certainly weighed in on this one. Uh, we've got a lot of texts. Got this email. Uh, I spoke to work crews outside uh, Mount. Carmel, a school, while waiting for my daughter. Besides making a mess of the streets, the workers told me it was the third time they had torn out and put in the concrete dividers and islands in front of the school, and the fourth time they had replaced the narrowed street directly to the west of the school. Sort of sounds a bit like my tree, doesn't it? And over, <laughs> over on our texting page, and listen, we're not editing these or, yeah. uh, you know, so if you don't agree with these texters, it's not because we went, well, let's just do the good ones or the bad ones. I'm, we're giving them all to you. Uh, this text, all seven bike riders in this town have influenced the city council. The NDP and liberals are also pushing uh, this asinine solution to public transportation, uh, one texter says. And how about this one? Uh, what Iverson? Uh, by the way, it's Iverson, not Iverson. Yeah, if you're going to slam the mayor, get yeah, his name right. Get, get the name right. What Iverson and the rest of City Council fails to realize is that Edmonton is generally a working man's town. People need their big trucks and vehicles to get places where actual work is done that powers this province. And there's more. Pretty tired of progressive politicians and global reporters who are in the minority uh, telling us um, how they want the world to be, not how we actually live. And then this one, why is the city debt not a major issue? Bike lanes and sports fields, speed zones are just to distract from the spending problems the last two councils have had. And this one, let's see, drive from my home in the suburbs to the park and ride. If there's a spot available, get on the LRT and ride downtown. Mm-hmm. Get off the LRT and grab one or two buses to get to my work site or drive from my home to the work site. Is there really a choice? And then this one, we're talking about uh, incumbents and um, and how that plays into the vote. 
people show up at the polls, they have no idea who they are voting for, but they've heard the incumbent's name before, so therefore they usually get the vote. That's from Brad in Edmonton. And you know, when you see all those signs around your neighborhood, that is the whole purpose behind those signs. The same sign every 10 feet. Just name recognition and particularly for maybe less so, but to a great extent for for, uh, councilmen, but also um, for school trustees, you know, you you get to that part of the ballot and you go, school trustee, uh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't know in my neck of the woods who's running for school trustee. I will take a closer look over the next few days. Um, To me, I don't have kids in school, so it's not a huge issue Mm -hmm. for me. I turn around, though, and I go, okay, I'm learning more about who's running in my ward. And again, it's up for grabs because Mike Oshry um, isn't running again. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. But I'll tell you this, there's hardly any signs down where I live. And there has been no one that has shown up at my door when I've been home in the evening, knocking on my door, and certainly no pamphlets, no literature, nothing left on my doorstep. Oh, wow. We're getting nothing. inundated with it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Again, you live in a neighborhood heavily concentrated. Yep. There's a lot of people. You can get a, a big bang there, right? Yep. Out by my place is a little, you know, you know, few and far between, <laughs> but in that whole one hunk of area, if you take the time, there's probably a good hundred houses out there. Sure, that's true. A little bit like Halloween, though. I, I can see where people go, well, the apartment yeah, buildings are to easier the, to... Yeah. yeah, but again, I have not seen one piece of um, literature on my doorstep. Nothing. Well, I, I've met two candidates now. And I'm sure I would have met a third had I been home. The pamphlets were left. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was the candidate that left them. Um, but it, it's interesting in my ward. I'm Ward 9. Uh, it's pretty much a three-way race in my ward. So I'll be interested to see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, some of these... Uh, I shouldn't. I was going to just some of these pamphlets. I read them all, and I go online to read specifically my ward. And some of these promises, you just... What? Well, and and that's been one of the most interesting things. And we've we've touched on this before. You say, Oh, I'm not I'm not gonna raise I'm not gonna do this. I'm not yeah. gonna do okay, guess what? <laughs> yeah. You can commit yourself to be fiscally responsible and then we hold you to that mm-hmm. over the next uh, four years. But just to say we're going to I'm gonna I'm gonna reduce taxes, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do something. Yeah. Just it's see I'll buy into the fact that you'll be a voice of reason when it comes to this right. issue. Right, and that you will raise the concerns that you believe represents the the majority of concerns of citizens. I will be fiscal re- right. Like if you want to be the fiscal this, responsible guy, the budget. Girl, good, great. That's uh, we can we use, could use that a couple voice. more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you are a single councillor, and you don't control the entire city. It's quite obvious from these uh, mayoralty debates as well, and that. That is probably the most interesting race going on in the city for all the wrong reasons. The the video that went around, and I I suppose it could be described as viral, it was a 97-second video of one of the uh, debates edited Uh uh, to just really basically dumb statements. Uh, You really do question who's running sometimes. Good day, 6.30 Ched team. Interesting topic, the election. The LRT is a debacle in our city. My God, over the last five to seven years, we found a way to make traffic at a, to put traffic at a standstill. It's embarrassing compared to any other major city in the country. Secondly, 
I attended an Edmonton Construction Association seminar five years ago talking about 30-year-old improvements to sidewalks and roadways. I've been in my home for over 40 years, look after my yard immaculately, pay my taxes, and I'm not getting my value, so let's spend money on more bike lanes. Let's not put money and infrastructure where it's needed. My vented two cents. But you know what? That is a great text because that's where I say that some of these issues that you may not see as related are directly Mm -hmm. related. Uh, Think about the LRT. Think about the bike lanes. Think about the bridge. um, Think about uh, potholes. All those things that we talk about all the time, right? Mm -hmm. They all involve impeding traffic. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just temporarily they impede traffic as you do construction. And I think residents of the city are tired of traffic being impeded. And so when they hear that, okay, we're going to put in bike lanes and it's going to reduce the number of lanes or the width of the road, and and not temporarily, but on a long-term basis, I can see where that frustration from these other events boils over and says, that's enough. It's so hard to drive your car. It's 2.45. Donna, we'll get your phone call in just a second. I just want to read this text before we go to break. Bike lanes and LRT are at the top. However, what about mishandling of taxpayer money in sure. regards to bridges? The failed Blatchford development. What will become of the Northlands property? Talk of Blatchford 2.0 uh, 2.0 came out, but they didn't get the first one done. Ugh. That one's from Dana. Okay, a quick break here. Donna, we'll get your phone call. More of your text right after this. Andrew, I love this text. It says, I think that you will agree that most of the concerns with these issues boil down to the same thing. We're just all getting really frustrated at the inability and unwillingness of the city to learn from its own multiple mistakes. Well, you won't get an argument from me. Donna has been patiently holding. Hi, Donna. Hi. So you've been working the civic election for the last little while? Um, I've been actually working all levels of of Alexis Municipal's federal and provincial. So what do you want to for, tell us? For 40 years. Mm, okay, nice. so what's on your mind today? So I just you made the comment about um, whether you have children or not, or whether you've, uh, like, if you don't have children in the school system anymore, but you, uh, I just wanted to address when people go to vote, and I mean, I'm, you get a little sticker if you get, it says I voted, right? It's really exciting. You get a sticker <laughs> if you voted advanced poll. Um, but, uh, that uh, when you get your ballot, you have, you have to make a choice of either public or separate. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then, and people say, well, it doesn't matter, you know, but you still have to make a choice. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention that. Oh, like, no, um, I've, I've voted before, so I know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah so you decide. But some people that. don't realize that. Like they'll say, well, I don't care, you know whether it's public or separate, but you still have to make a choice. Yep, for sure. Donna, thanks for this, and thanks Thank for uh, volunteering. Or Is that a volunteer position that you No, been... no, it's a paid position. You get paid, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Okay, thanks, Donna. Take it easy now. Hmm. I, I think... And again, you know, I talked earlier about how these different issues sort of blend or bleed into each other, but I think politics in general blends into this as well. There's a certain frustration, I think, I know, in fact, among a lot of people that no matter who we elect, nothing's going to change. And you made a comment off air that I think is really important, um, and that is that we, a lot of people who want change aren't prepared to vote out the incumbent. Yeah, you're, you're very frustrated with the way things have been for the past four years, maybe the past eight years, but... The incumbents oftentimes will be reelected. Yeah, and, you know, and I so- know it's I know it's scary to take a chance on someone new. 
Sure. But, but you're counting, though, on those people who cast a vote. And, and I think... You know, we do this every year, uh, you know, every election. Every media outlet does it every election. Public figures do it every election. They encourage people to get out and vote. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you know, your democratic right. It's also your responsibility. And, and I know we encourage people to do that. But I would take that a step further and say I would encourage you to do your research and then go out and vote. Yes, please. Because you vote for, you know, some people, as I say, they vote for name recognition mm-hmm. or they have to ask on the day of, so who is our incumbent or our counselor now? And um, or who is running against Iveson or um, if it matters to you, it should matter enough to do just a cursory mm-hmm. amount of research. And 630 Ched's actually done a great deal of that research for you through the Ryan Jesperson show. You just need to go to Ryan's show yeah. page, the two minutes to win it. Every candidate who was willing to talk um, came on there and said, why should you vote for me? Yep. Go and listen to them. Go take, check it out uh, in your ward um, and, and see what they have to say. And maybe if you still have time, give them a call. Sure. Drop them an email. That's the funny thing about these candidates because they're out there uh, knocking on doors. They're they're um, you know they're trying to meet as many people as possible. We we're left with the impression because they're running for government. I think that they don't have time to talk to us. They would love to talk to us. Mm-hmm. This is the best time to talk to a politician when he needs your vote. Greg, we have about ninety seconds here. Your big concern is the LRT. Yeah, I'm uh, in the Idlewild area, and uh, you know my biggest concern is is. Uh, the raising of the of the LRT in uh, you know White Avenue and 90th Avenue, mm-hmm. um, you know it's just going to become kind of a, a little bit of a nightmare. Like I know the council, they were talking about raising it. They said it was too expensive, and they said there's other routes to get around, but there isn't. You know we're surrounded by train tracks. Ravine and the River Valley. Hey, Greg, so, have you have you voiced your concerns and uh, with with your city councillor or with the mayor's office? Uh, yeah, the councillor, and uh, I'm just currently trying to find out who. Uh, there's two other candidates that I'm kind of leaning towards, and I'm left them some messages to see where they're at. And I watched the debate, and the one seemed like he was kind of for it. So. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I thought as you were speaking, if there was a better race for mayor, if there was a more viable candidate who had a real legitimate chance of knocking off uh, Iveson, then there would be other issues that would get debated, like mm-hmm. closing of Northlands, LRT construction, mis- mismanagement of major whatever uh, projects, and then councillor candidates would have to weigh in on yeah. those major issues. I think the fact that there isn't a real great opponent to Iveson is affecting all the ward uh, uh, elections. Greg, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for weighing in. You can do so as well at 4960063. Again, our text line is 63630. Uh, just a couple more texts as we head up to the 3 o'clock news. This one says, I'm voting for change for the sake of change, but it's sad that there's very few options to choose from that are viable. And Beth says, for being a progressive city, we are very backwards. The airport was shut down how many years ago? It's still a big pile of rubble. Bike lanes in Old Strathcona has become a six-month project and still not open completely. And bridges, dot, dot, dot. That's from Beth. Uh, thanks for the text. Um, well, there's lots more still coming in. Bill has called in. He wants to talk. So it looks like we're going to continue the conversation after 3 o'clock. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.